0: Priority number one, serve others. Priority number one, be obsessed with making an impact on the end user. Gary V was breaking it down. He just said, do you think about the viewer first or don't you?
1: So I have a question for you, podcast listener. How do you experience continual growth on YouTube without the fake it till you make it strategy? You know what I'm talking about, right? Where you see these influencers with hundreds of thousands of views or people on Instagram with hundreds of thousands of followers and three likes on their photos. You know, the fake it till you make it strategy. Well, in today's episode, Sean's going to get a little spicy. We're going all in on this one and we're talking about what influencers don't talk about. My name is Heather Torres, and you are listening to the Think Media Podcast. Welcome to this podcast if you are brand new. And for all of our returning listeners, I'm so grateful you're making this Tuesday ritual happen. Thanks for being here and listening. Well like I said today we are jumping into a spicy topic. We are talking about image and impact. And Sean's going for it. He really dives into, you know, the rawness of being an influencer and what it can feel like and how our images, how our image is projected on social media and kind of the pitfalls of being an influencer. I hope you take notes on this one. And at the end of this episode, we're going to recap some of the reflective questions that Sean's asking in this interview. Also at the end, I'll let you know about one of our free masterclasses that we have up for you right now on demand, but I'll get into more of those details after the episode. Get your ears ready because we're heading into today's featured content.
0: So how do you stand out in a crowded marketplace? How do you create a personal brand that everybody talks about where positive word of mouth spreads about you? And how can you experience continual growth in your business and your YouTube channel? Well, in this episode, we're talking about three commitments successful YouTube creators and entrepreneurs make that create unstoppable growth. We're also gonna be talking about the opposites of these that will stop your growth, that will cause you to be stuck, or even if you've had a lot of success, maybe you're on a plateau, we're gonna talk about how to bust through that, but I wanna open with a couple headlines that I've read from a couple different articles and blogs. Here's the first one. Influencers caught out posing in fake private jet jets for travel photos, right? Have you ever heard this? This is a real thing. So they caught people, in fact there's a service that is designed to make to look like the interior of a private jet that you hire and so that you can show off your jet setting lifestyle without actually having to be on a private jet this kind of I don't know what this says about culture or influencer culture, but I don't feel like it's a positive vibe. Like the fact that people are actually paying for this, they're also posting it all the way on social media, they're not telling anyone, and there was some influencers, people were outraged. They're like, "What? You're faking your jet-setting lifestyle?" But here's another one. Teens are deleting Instagrams almost as fast as they are posting them. Here's part of the article. My generation is getting so much better at managing who we are online, said Brie Ford, a 16-year-old in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. They have, there have been times when I've been frustrated with something and I'll post about it and then I don't want it up anymore, so I delete it. No one needs to see that if I'm going to get over it in an hour. And a new study found that over a third of young girls have deleted pictures of themselves online because they did not get enough likes. Now, what does that say? We're posting fake jet photos. There's services that'll let you do that. Meanwhile, we have young girls that are deleting photos as soon as they post them, if they don't get enough likes, and that are becoming experts in managing their personal brand. Now, of course, we believe in personal branding, but I think there might be a dark side to some of this if the next generation is becoming their own PR company for just what they're posting on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. But here's one more headline I want you to hear. Why are so many people still buying fake social media followers? Have you ever bought fake social media followers or ever bought YouTube subscribers? Here's the article. Would you be shocked to learn that half of Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga's fans are fake? And more importantly, would you even care? For the vast majority of us, the answer is no. The number of people and brands buying fake social media followers is growing. Paying for followers is a widespread act, and while purchasing followers is against most social networks' terms of use, it is legal to do so, and thousands of accounts are doing it. What do all these stories have in common? This kind of obsession with image, right? This obsession with how we look online, but maybe not who we really are are online. This obsession with how we're appearing to other people and if we're getting approval from other people and applause from other people rather than maybe making a difference in the lives of others. We're doing fake jet photos. We're deleting photos off Instagram because we're insecure if we don't get the feedback that we thought. We're buying fake social media followers to just boost our numbers for what? For just perception. But is there any real substance there? So what if instead of faking it until we make it, we committed to personal growth, to getting real experience from the grueling hard work of being in the trenches and, sh- and slowly developing our skills? I wanna just talk about three commitments successful YouTube creators and entrepreneurs make that create unstoppable growth that really speak to this kind of dark side of social media and YouTube culture. I'm not condemning this culture. How, how could we? We'd be hypocritical to be doing that, right? We're here on the Think Media Podcast. Listen, we want you to build a powerful personal brand. We want you to build a powerful image online. We want you to get as many subscribers as possible, but I really believe that these truths will help you go about it the right way and not fall into these traps that actually keep many creators stuck. And the first one is this. We make a commitment to impact over image. It is important that we make a conscious decision that impact is more important than image. Here's a question for you. Are you focused more on impacting people or curating your image? Now, I'm not here on the other side of this microphone and camera if you're on the YouTube channel with the Think Media podcast from some pedestal preaching down at you. These are experiences I've personally had where, if I'm honest, there's been a lot of times where I'm way more obsessed with my image than what difference I'm making in the lives of people. How do I look online? Oh, how did I look in that picture? Are my clothes cool? Are they new? Uh, What do people think about me? What are people saying about me? My obsession isn't necessarily, am I changing lives or impacting people? There's times when I'm just trying to curate my image. How about this question? are you more interested in the appearance of winning or actually winning? A lot of people are more interested in just the appearance of being able to have a private jet, you know, taking them somewhere, than actually building a business that would make it practical for you to fly on a private jet. Here's a question. Are you more worried about how you appear to your peers and competitors than you are with helping your community. Like, who are you fighting for? Are you just trying to like, I'm just trying to look better than my competitors in my niche and in my industry. I'm trying to just outshine my peers. I'm focusing more on my peers than on the viewers or my audience or my students. Have you fallen in, Which which one do you fall into? And listen, if you make a legitimate positive impact in other people's lives, the result will actually be, you will have more than enough followers, more than enough customers, and more than enough income. What am am I saying? It's impact over image. I'm not saying image doesn't matter. I'm not saying you shouldn't do a photo shoot. Like, do an awesome photo shoot. Work with a great photographer. Learn some great photography skills. Learn your color palette. Wear your makeup. Like, do that thing, but just what are the priorities? And if our highest priority this'll grow your YouTube channel, is to make a positive impact in other people's lives. And we're more concerned with that than we are with our image. The result, we will always have more than enough followers. We'll have more than enough customers. We'll have enough money. Rather than thinking about buying followers, what if we thought about impacting a few so that our followers multiply because we're making a legitimate impact? Now, I read a book called Story Brand, really great book, we'll always link up resources. And they, they have an incredible insight for really marketers and business owners, but I think every single personal brand and YouTube creator needs to know this. And they say this, they say that the goal of many leaders is to get people to think more highly about the leader. Image, like that's the, the leader's like, how can I look good? How can I sound good? How am I gonna sound? Image. But the goal of a great leader is to help people think more highly of themselves. And in the book StoryBrand, what they reveal is they ask you this question, business owner. They ask you this question, YouTube creator. Is your, who's the hero of the business you're building? Who's the hero of the YouTube channel you're building? Most answer, well, I'm the hero. This YouTube channel is about me, man. I'm the freaking hero, dog, that's what it is, man. And StoryBrand would argue Donald Miller, no. The customer is the hero. The viewer is the hero. And when you get your brand right and your business right, your customer, your viewer, your audience on YouTube is Luke Skywalker. He needs to destroy the Death Star. And you are the guide. You're Obi-Wan Kenobi. You come alongside to help Luke accomplish his mission. Man, that's real impact. I mean, now we all know Obi-Wan is, is the bomb.com. And I mean, Obi-Wan's cool as well. Obi-Wan's, but he's not the hero of the story. This is a major mindset shift. This is when we shift to the impact we're making is just greater than our image. I don't need to be the hero. I wanna make you the hero of the story. Does that challenge you? Can you imagine if we focused more on making our viewers the hero, if we helped our viewers win on YouTube and it was less about us looking good and it was more about them looking good? You know, the mission of an unstoppable business is to make the customer look good and to make the customer feel good. Even if you have an entertainment channel, your mission and obsession is to make the viewer feel feel something, and feel good. Is it all about you, or is it all about them? Question, are you cool with just buying followers, or do you wanna actually earn the followers from hard work and creating valuable content? And, and I get it, listen, if you've bought followers or subscribers, like, that's not really the point. Like almost everybody has at some point in their journey because they maybe thought it was a good idea or thought it was legit or whatever. By the way, it's not. Our advice is there's just no reason to do it. Their bot accounts, they'll hurt the algorithm. It's not an effective thing. But again, you know they're fake, even if other people don't know they're fake, which by the way, other people know they're fake because the engagement, it's, it's all obvious. The engagement's not there. But what about the confidence that comes from the hard work of actually creating valuable content to grow one subscriber at a time, one real person at a time. It's about impact over image. Are you more concern- concerned with your next photo shoot, make your website look good, hiring a PR company so to get the press logos on your website, inflating your subscriber count, even getting a silver play button, even, you know, uh, even getting a gold play button. I'm not saying that stuff isn't cool and doesn't matter, but I've even had conversations with people that like, Yeah, my next goal is to get a silver play button. What if, and that's a great goal, but what if your next goal was to help the amount of people you need between here and the silver play button? Do you see? You'll end up accomplishing both goals, but your obsession will actually be that it's impact first, image second. And imagine if instead of worrying about your next photo shoot or trying to like make yourself look successful on social, your obsession was was to collect stories of customer success. Comments of change lives. Comments of people being inspired, helped, problem solved, impact over image. Couple things before point number two, you know, image is easy. And you might be like, no, it's actually hard to get the colors right and, and like my last photographer, you know, or whatever. No, but like, think about it, image is easy. Like going and taking a photo shoot is a lot easier than actually changing someone's life. So by committing to making an impact, It's the hard thing to do, but it pushes you to grow because you might say, shoot, I gotta level up so I can climb to the top of the mountain to capture the precious resources so I can share them with my community. Making an impact and committing to impact pushes you to level up. It pushes you to keep learning and studying. It pushes you to get stronger so that you can help your community with personal breakthroughs. Attention business coach, okay? YouTube creator life coach, social media expert, YouTube expert, I have a message for you. You cannot lead people where you have never been yourself. And you cannot impart to people which you do not possess yourself. Now you might say, you might be faking it and doing all right for a while. Like you barely put your toes in the game and then quickly created a course. Listen, I want you to create a course, but I want you to be creating educational content out of the fact you've been there and it wasn't, and this happens way too much in our industry and I don't mean to like kick the beehive, but there's a lot of business coaches, life coaches, social media experts and YouTube experts that are leading people somewhere they've never really been. And the only reason they have subscribers is teaching other people how to get subscribers. Sean, that's kind of meta, that's what you guys do. Yeah, but before I ever did it, Before Think Media was Think Media as it was today. I was on my personal brand. I was helping other people get subscribers. I made six figures in affiliate marketing around tech. And even before that, high five figures talking about gift ideas and other niches. Why? Because personally, I just wanted my impact to be bigger than my image. Number two, the first one is make a commitment to make your impact greater than your image. Number two, make a commitment to make service content and not selfish content. This is like another point of view of really kind of the same thing, but I wanna tell you a story. So I wrote a book with my friend, Benji Travis. Have you read it? It's called YouTube Secrets. And he actually was in New York City visiting Gary Vaynerchuk at VaynerMedia. And so this was back uh, a little two years ago or so when uh, the book had dropped. And he's in the office with Gary and he said, Gary, what's your number one piece of advice for new YouTube creators? And he said, here's what I see. He said, I see that most people are making selfish content. He goes, you wanted to go to Hawaii. You wanted to go to Disneyland and film your life. You wanted to be getting the accolades and getting subscribers. You want to work with brands. You want, which is true, and we're not saying those things are bad. He's just saying it's all about you. You're thinking about yourself first. You're not thinking about the viewer or making content that'll serve people You're making selfish content and the priority is not service. You know, another example of this to me is this whole idea of mission over money. You know, some people say that money is the root of all evil. That's not true. It's the love of money. It's when money becomes our first priority, that's called greed. And that means we start doing wrong things, even evil things, even things taken to the extreme that end up hurting people and not helping people. But money is not evil. It's just not the first priority. You need money as a tool to accomplish your mission. So it's just mission first and money follows. Zig Ziglar put it this way, you can have everything in your life that you want if you will just help other people get what they want. Are you making service content or are you making selfish content? Again, the secret is if you want some stuff, everything in the world you want, just help. Other people get what they want first, just lead with service first. So answer these questions like, who are you called to serve? And who is it that you help? It is my conviction that these truths are so needed in influencer culture. Influencer culture, I love it, it's the culture we live in, but I also see a lot of danger with, I see a lot of danger for the next generation being kind of born into influencer culture, and sometimes we could just look like curmudgeons from the sidelines and criticize ah all the influencers are just about themselves it's all about me 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 everybody you know even the attitudes you sometimes hear brands get emails that say can i please get a free hotel room because i have these instagram followers which is not necessarily a bad thing to ask but it's just the word is entitlement that sometimes there's entitlement on this influencer generation or whatever but here's the thing i don't we don't want to condemn the, the, the influencer generation. We don't want to curse the darkness. We want to light a match and simply say, listen, just serve people first. You can have everything in the life that you want if you'll just help other people get what they want first. So who are you called to serve? No matter, even if you have a vlog channel, right? If you're like, well, I don't really have like a business where I answer a question. No matter what your niche is, who are you called to serve? Who do you help? Do you help them relax? Do you help them escape? Do you help them learn something? What problem do you solve? And what ambitions are you helping people reach? Winston Churchill said it like this, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. Wow. Hey, friend, if you wanna bust out of the plateau you feel stuck in right now, become obsessed with serving other people. If you feel like you're not even getting lift off with your brand, maybe just obsess over impact and don't worry as much about your image. Sean, are you saying don't do a cover image and like have a b- good brand palette and don't actually you know go out with my sister and do a photo shoot? Not saying that at all. I'm saying priority number one, serve others. Priority number one, be obsessed with making an impact on the end user and when Gary V was breaking it down, From his office in VaynerMedia, he just said, do you think about the viewer first or don't you? If you obsess about the viewer first, you're gonna have a great career on YouTube and you'll continue to bust through growth plateaus. Finally, number three, make a commitment to improving your performance over the applause that you get, performance over applause. There's a book by Dan Sullivan called The Laws of Lifetime Growth. It's all about how to overcome plateaus in life and business and ensure continual growth. And there's there's multiple laws. I highly recommend the book. And again, we always have resources in the show notes wherever you consume the Think Media podcast. Uh, Both StoryBrand and this book, I think, are huge for busting through growth plateaus. But this particular law is stated like this. Always make your performance greater than your applause. And he encourages us to make this commitment. He wrote, if you become more skillful and useful, you will receive greater applause from an expanding audience. So listen, I know we want the applause. We want the silver play button. I want more likes. I want comments. I want views. The number one question people have, how do I get more views on YouTube? Number two question, how do I get more subscribers on YouTube? Number three question, how do I make money on YouTube? Again, I think these are fantastic ambitions. That's what we're here to help you with. And if you become skillful and useful and put out good content, you will receive greater applause from an ever-expanding audience. However, and he goes on, the problem is that the applause can be intoxicating and the temptation can be to begin to organize your life around other people's recognition and praise. So you keep repeating what you did yesterday instead of moving on to something new, better, and different. Are you stuck in a rut? Are your views going down? Are you feeling entitled, like your YouTube channel, you're like, well, it's getting great views last year, and now I'm posting the same videos, and and my views are going down. Like, why are my views going down? Imagine if we asked it from the perspective of, is my content in a rut? Have I actually, am I focusing more on the applause, the views, than on my performance getting better? Creating something new going back into the trenches, going back into the gym to work out your YouTube content creation muscles, cracking open a book, turning on an audiobook, getting stronger for the next situation, figuring out how you could be different, reinventing yourself for the next season, connecting with your community and asking deep questions so you can understand what they wanna see so you evolve your content. Getting back into caring about each and every individual and subscriber and trying to make personal connections with them to get those insights. Going live for 12 people just to get feedback and getting answering their questions. Shooting out an email to whatever email list size you have and say, how can I serve you? What's your biggest pain points? What do you need from me? Posting on social media to get some feedback so that you can innovate your content to be new, to be better, and to be different. See, you just got to make your performance greater than your applause, right? John Wooden said it this way, the famous basketball coach. He said, you can't let praise or criticism get to you. It's a weakness to get caught up in either one. What does this mean to me? This means that a lot of times, and this is very personal. By the way, so many of these episodes, they come out of my own journey where I'm struggling and I'm I'm worrying about the applause. I'm like, oh, What? But like I got a negative comments so like I'm seeing criticism or or I, the praise I used to get more acknowledgement and recognition from my peers or from people they just haven't said anything in a while am I doing a good job all these like thoughts swirling in my head but he's saying don't let the praise or the criticism get to you don't let the applause or the boos get to you whether people are clapping Uh, and shouting you down and and giving you applause, or whether they're like, boo. Either way, he said it's a weakness to get caught up in either one. That's interesting. Because sometimes we might think, oh, well, the praise is good. That's affirmation that I'm doing things well. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe it's actually a distraction that's made you comfortable, and you are not continuing to grow because you have organized your life around other people's recognition and praise, and it got you stuck in a rut. And I learned this, that listening to feedback is important. Like, I'm not saying completely shut your ears because... Literally, comments might be pointing you like, "Hey, uh, you were very out of touch in that last video," and you were. So, like, you need to actually have that feedback. Like, listening to feedback, reading comments, listening to even criticism can be helpful. But check this out: listening to feedback is listening to feedback is important, but feeding off it will make you sick. Wow, applause can be dangerous. It's nice to get some affirmation when you've put in some hard work. But what Dan Sullivan taught us in the laws of lifetime growth is that our obsession and our commitment should just be to our performance. And if the applause comes, cool. And if the applause is delayed, which it is, and your applause, if you're in the sacrifice and startup season, the applause does not come for a long time. You need to be willing to not need the applause to determine whether or not you're gonna keep building. You gotta build regardless of what other people are saying. Come on, Noah and the ark, right? You gotta have a vision and know that you've got a calling and that you've got an ark to build and whether people are pumped, criticizing, jeering, whether they understand it or not, you're building something and sometimes the rain doesn't come for years. It's not about the applause, it's about your performance. And if you feed off of praise or criticism, man, it can make you sick. I've been there. And I need good friends in my life to speak truth into me and to get me refocused. Sean, it's about the impact, dude. It's about your performance, man. Get back in the trenches. Start sharpening this ax. Start sharpening the saw. Keep working on your craft. And then remember that the applause is a byproduct. I thank God for the applause we've received, the external affirmation of the hard work we've put in. But man, and this is a trap. I see friends that have had some past success and their current focus is just trying to maintain the applause as opposed to getting back into the trenches to sharpen, to sharpen their craft. So what's your commitment here? When you commit to performance, you're committing to innovation and the evolution of your craft. Eric Reese put it this way, who's a startup expert. He said, the only way to win is to learn faster than anyone else. And that's that commitment to like, man, I gotta keep learning, I gotta keep growing. What I'm working is working today for what I'm doing, YouTube, my craft, my business, my service, my coaching, my course. It's working today, but I got to stay in this. And I just always got to make my performance greater than my applause. And listen, when he says the only way to win is to learn faster than anyone else, this isn't about beating your competition only. It's about serving and impacting people and adding more value to the people you serve. If you haven't identified your career as this. See, I know that I'm an infopreneur. I know that I'm in a career of thought leadership, that I am compensated for my ideas, that I am compensated for teaching and frameworks and writing books and creating videos and educating people. That's my industry. I know that that's what I'm doing. Therefore, whether I feel like it or not, it is imperative for me to learn faster, not just to beat the competition and stay relevant, but in service of others. So, I mean, I built my life around also things I'm passionate about, but there's a win-win because when I dive deep into books and keep studying and keep going to conferences and keep investing in masterminds and keep investing in myself and keep leveling up, that passes that information, breakthroughs, personal breakthroughs, and I keep experimenting, and not just consuming information, but doing tests, and staying in the tre- trenches, and posting videos, and not just being in the classroom, but actually being out there creating content, then I ultimately, that trickles down to making more impact, as opposed to, I don't take notes anymore, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't read books anymore. I'm good now. Think is successful, dude. Like, it's just time to chill now. I mean, we made it. Nah, we didn't make it. We never will make it. We're not playing a finite game. We're playing an infinite game. And so we're making our performance just greater than our applause. And thank God for the applause. And celebrate your gold play button and your silver play button. And appreciate when people are thankful. Don't get weird about it. Someone compliments you and you're like, don't. It's, I don't want the, like, that's not what I'm saying. Listen, as we land the plane, it's as simple as just, making three commitments. I'm gonna make a commitment today and I wanna challenge you to make this commitment with, you, with me. This is our vision at Think Media. We want you to be as influential as you possibly could be. We want you, we want you to be large and in charge. Listen, we want you to be famous. Like see, these things, are, these things don't make us insecure. Our value system is just where they are on the totem pole of, of priority. So will you make a commitment to impact others as a greater commitment than worrying about your image? Can you commit with me that we're gonna make our service content and not selfish content and prioritize that serving others is the priority over our own needs? Because you can have everything in life you want if you will help other people just get what they want. And can we make a commitment to get back into the gym, working out our YouTube content creation muscles, muscles and our online business muscles and our online marketing muscles, Because we're obsessed that our performance is just more important than the applause. We're not organizing our life around people's recognition and praise. We're just organizing our life around the calling and the mission and the purpose that we have, realizing that the image and the applause and the money and the accolades, they're the byproducts. They're not the main thing. And imagine a community of influencers I got obsessed with helping others win. Imagine and picture a world where our first priority was to serve others and make a meaningful impact in their lives. And imagine the business and legacy and YouTube channel you will build by prioritizing performance over applause. I can see it. It's the commitment we're going to make today. And I believe you're going to continue to crash through plateaus, dead ends, and stuck areas in the growth of your YouTube channel, when you make these your commitments, you'll experience unstoppable growth.
1: Well, that was a powerful episode. Sean really got into it, didn't he, on that? And I wanted to go through some of the questions that he asked at the end. Imagine if we got obsessed with helping other people. What would that look like if they're winning and you're sharing their successes over and over and over? Do you have success stories to share of the people that you've helped versus just always talking about your own successes? Picture a world where our first priority was to serve others and to make a meaningful impact in their lives. I hope you feel that here on the Think Media podcast and at Think in general, that we really are here because we put you first. We are all about your success. We say we are obsessed with your success because we know that we're like a ripple effect You know, when you throw a rock into water and that ripple starts to happen? Well, Think Media, we're just the rock. We're just throwing it in. We're just disrupting that water, but you're the ripples. And we know that the impact that can happen in the world, the good that can happen in the world, the amount of lives that can be changed from the content that you have and the Think community has, that's gonna be what makes a major impact. And so we're here for you for that. And then last, imagine the business, the legacy, a YouTube channel that you, were, that you will build by prioritizing your performance over applause. This was something for me that I'm so passionate about, not only just helping people in general, but really helping women understand, because a lot of us have grown up to be people pleasers. I mean, if we're going to get real and honest at the end of this episode, that's who I was. I lived for the applause. I wanted to be the best at the thing because of the reaction I could get from others. And when I started to look further beyond myself, really when I started having babies and I was thinking about the legacy that I want to leave for my children, it went beyond just what can I do? But it really went into how can I help others? How can I build something that's going to impact others? How can I do something, learn a skill that I can teach others to do? I hope that this episode brings you some clarity in your mission and in your vision for your YouTube channel. And don't worry, we're going to get back to YouTube tactics and tips, but this is why we have the Think Media podcast. We have it because we want to go deeper in conversations like this, where maybe it's just Sean giving an exhortation on uh, this type of a thing, or maybe it's an interview, or maybe it's behind the scenes of something that we've done in the past that we want to bring to you. We go deeper in conversations here on the Think Media Podcast, and I hope you appreciate it. And from some of the reviews that I've been reading on Apple Podcasts, I'm seeing that you do love this. This review today is from Love the Circus, and they said, Awesome ideas. Love this podcast. I'm still learning YouTube. And in one podcast episode, you gave me many ideas and helped me come up with content for holidays. I am going to do the free masterclass and put it to good use. Well, thank you so much, Love the Circus, for leaving that review. And if you're new here and you've not left a review yet, I want to encourage you to go over and let us know what episode you loved or how how this podcast had has impacted you You know, when you leave those reviews, it actually helps other people know if this podcast is right for them. So leave the details about the things that you're learning or how this podcast has influenced your YouTube channel. And I love how you said you're going to put that masterclass to use. We have a free masterclass on demand for you right now where we're breaking down the three secrets to success on YouTube. Sean shares a little backstory about how he was able to go full time as a content creator and really start to create that vision to create the impact that we want to have on other people's lives. And at the end of that masterclass, we give you the opportunity to go deeper with us here at Think Media. Well, if you've not taken that masterclass, you can go to thinkmasterclass.com to register for that on-demand class. And I hope that that gives you a ton of value to grow your YouTube channel. Thank you so much for being a part of our Think community. It means the world to me that you would spend this Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, uh, whatever day you're listening to this podcast. But if you're a Tuesday ritual goer, thank you so much for listening when it comes out. And I hope you share this with a friend. Maybe there's someone in your life who is getting into this space and you just wanna give them kind of the pre-warning of what could happen as they grow in their influence. We so appreciate you and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.
0: Not growing on YouTube? Learn the newest strategies for getting views and the best proven ways to make money at Grow With Video Live, a two-day virtual
1: conference, and you can get your tickets today at growwithvideolive.com.